Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Why did you and the Biden administration mislead the American people? Um, you'd have to say more. I'm March, wouldn't claim March that 29, 2021. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Vaccinated people don't get sick. We got that information from clinical trials, but also real world data. Seems to me there are a number of statements you make in there that aren't accurate. Um, do vaccinated people carry the virus? In March of 2021, um, the vast majority of data demonstrated that the vast majority of people were not getting infected if they were vaccinated. That's not what you said. You didn't say the vast majority of people. You said vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Was that accurate? Uh, It was generally accurate. Whoa. Well, that's new. Dr. uh, Was it Rochelle Walensky from the CDC testifying in front of Congress? That was an accurate statement. Are we talking about accurate at the time because the science changed? Because I think in March of 2021, about a year in, we knew that wasn't the case. We knew that the people saying if you were vaccinated, you couldn't get COVID wasn't the case. To the extent that there were a lot of, I don't recall how much vaccine was already out there. Generally accurate. I, uh... I think that's an interesting statement. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. That is uh, the number. It's Congressman Jim Jordan asking the questions here, and uh, this is uncomfortable. Generally accurate. Why not just be accurate? Why not just tell the American people the truth? Why not, say, why not you say to the American people just what you said to me? We're big boys and girls. We pay your salary. The government is supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people. Why not just tell us the truth? Uh, I was speaking was six weeks later when you said if you were to get infected during post vaccination, you can't give it to anyone else. Was that accurate? Uh, what was the date of that? May 19, 2021. Um, at the time we had the Wuhan strain and then the alpha strain that was the alpha strain that was circulating. That was generally true. Yeah. Generally true again. Why not again? Why not tell the American people this is generally true? Um, I couldn't tell you the exact data on the vaccine effectiveness of symptomatic disease and severe disease at the time. What I can tell you is that we generally saw that if you were to get infected after you had been vaccinated, that you were not carrying the virus by transmitting it to somebody else. You could not transmit it to others. But we know that's not accurate. It was at the time. Now, what really? happened? Yes, in really? May of 2021. It, what, that, was hap- that was true really? for the Alpha variant. What, what happened? Let me ask you about all the general... Uh, true at the time. I think it is acceptable to say that, you know, the science changes and we learn as the science changes. But you never told us that the science changed. What you told us is the science said you have to get vaccinated and you have to wear a mask. Otherwise, you can't have your career. You never changed on that. So much so that the White House, having an event the other day, College Athletes Day, told people if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask and stand six feet away from people. Why? The six-foot rule was always a myth. And not being vaccinated or vaccinated, you could still carry the virus. So what are we discussing here? What are we saying? This is why the whole idea of generally true doesn't well apply. It does not well apply because still we are not being honest. 
So your generally true conversation is about not being fully transparent. This is what the science says now and as we know it, and then make the changes as it went along. Because no one in the CDC should be okay with what the White House has done. You should say, my gosh, you don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to be six feet from each other. What's wrong with you? Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. It's totally up to you. This isn't about life and death. Don't get me wrong. There are people whose lives are better because of the vaccine. And there are people who've been hurt by the vaccine. That's the honest approach. That's how we should say so. Target has been hurt by not recognizing that seven-year-old girls should not be tucking in their bathing suits. When you take a look at Target's market cap, down $15.7 billion. Where is the stock right now? Where? Let me, hold on, I'll, I'll do a quick search. It's actually up a touch. It's actually up today. Look at that. It's at 129. The bottom was 125. So after over the last couple of days, it's up about four bucks. But the loss of fifteen point seven billion, fifteen point seven billion, and the other day being at a near fifty-two week low. That's not because Americans can't believe you want to celebrate pride. Dear Lord, it's not about pride. It's a political movement. It's not about pride. It's not about being gay. Everything has become about the T and about a political movement. That's what that whole flag is. That flag isn't about gay pride. It's about a a political movement of radicalness. How radical? Let's go to Johns Hopkins University, where they have the diversity and inclusion, gender and sexuality resources. It's it's, it's right here. Studentaffairs.jhu.edu. That's the website. The Johns Hopkins University Diversity and Inclusion, Gender, and Sexuality Resources. It's got a glossary. A glossary for LGBTQ. Actually, it's a range of identities and terms that are used within the LGBTQIA plus communities. As a matter of fact, no glossary could encompass the range of identities and terms that are used within the LGBTQIA plus communities. That's actually what it says. It's actually what it says. Bring it on down to lesbian. Do you know what the definition is for lesbian? A non-man attracted to non-men. Congratulations, lesbians. Women, you've been erased. You've been erased. Don't think it's just Target that wanted to erase uh, 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 young boys by telling them they could be girls. Oh, no, 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 no. Here is Johns Hopkins telling you that a lesbian is a non-man attracted to non-men. Not a woman. You see, while past definitions refer to lesbian as a woman who is emotionally, romantically, and or sexually attracted to other women, this updated definition includes non-binary people who may also identify with the label. Women are being erased. These bigots, these women haters, these misogynists, these horrific progressives. They want to erase women, and we see it all over the place. Like, for example, in sport, 
you have a man who claims to be a woman winning a cycling contest in North Carolina at a 131-mile trek and wins it by five minutes ahead of the second-place finisher who's an actual woman. A man claiming to be a woman. So much so that Martina Navratilova, Navratilova, sorry, tweets out, what a joke, because this man claiming to be a woman shouldn't have been in the competition to begin with. But progressives are fine with erasing women in the world of sports. And how about from existence? Lesbians, you're not even women, according to Johns Hopkins, according to progressives. Now, according to me, you're women. And you better get this straight. See, that was a funny turn of phrase. You better get this straight. Maybe I, sh- maybe I should rephrase that. Please understand. It's conservatives who are on your side, not progressives, not liberals. It's conservatives, it's moderates and independents, it's rational thinking people. Progressives are not on your side. Progressives think you should be erased. Progressives think you're nothing more than a non-man. That's what they think. Not me. I think you're a woman who's in love with another woman. I think you should go live your life. I don't think you should be bothered by these low-life jerks who want to take you and turn you into a political slogan as opposed to recognizing you for the person you are. Oh, wait, that's right. They don't even recognize you. Women don't exist. It's just a non-man. Son of a bitch. Men should take over for women in biking. Women don't even exist. Uh, uh, Lesbians are nothing more than non-men. And then Target wants to tell young boys to tuck. Wear this girl's bathing suit and tuck. And that's why they lost the market cap. It had nothing to do with being gay. Liberals are already attacking people who are lesbians by telling them they're not women. This was about Target going after children. And that's why the market cap is crap. And they deserve every bit of derision that they get. And remember that they're getting backup. ABC News, owned by Disney, tells a story about how uh, this this mother has uh, their, their son come to them and say, uh, can I be your daughter? It was National Daughter's Day. And the son comes up to, and says, can I be your daughter? And she's like, oh, I guess my kid is, is, is transgender. The kid is three. It's a three-year-old. When she was three one day, she told me, I'm a girl person. You let your three-year-old tell you they're a girl and you, you went along with it? My God, how long have you hated your kid? Three-year-olds, they'll tell their parents they're a dinosaur. Kid's not a dinosaur. Now you say to me, how dare you make that comparison? No, how dare you do that to a three-year-old who can't make any decision? 
They can't get to the bathroom in time. They can make a decision on who they are for the rest of their life. I'm sorry, that's sick. That You're a weirdo if you do that. That's not about the kid. That's about the parent. Now, there are plenty of parents living in a hellscape where their kid is making some claim and they don't want to lose control of their kid. In California, AB 957 passed the state assembly on May 3rd, proposed that the courts deciding custody cases must consider whether each parent were gender affirming of the child in question. So you've got a 12-year-old boy who decides they're a girl. You're getting a divorce, guys. Mom says that's a 12-year-old girl, not a 12-year-old boy. You say, what are you doing to, to, to our son? What are you doing? And the court says, well, you're not affirming, Dad. So Mom gets full custody, and you get supervised visitation. But what if it's not a divorce, and you're just trying to hold on to your kid for dear life? And the courts are there saying, well, if you don't give affirming care, you lose your kid. That's Washington State, baby. That's what's happening. Taking your kid from you. People who didn't make that kid. People who who decided they know better than you for your kid. And people who decided how you must act. All of a sudden, your kid is in charge. The parent isn't in charge. The kid is in charge. It's like a Disney television show come to life. I actually never let my kid watch Disney TV because it always does that. The kid is some genius. The parent's always stupid. They're always mocking him. That's no way to raise your kids. What are you, nuts? That's gross. This is California. And parents see this everywhere. So they're trying desperately to hold on to their children somehow. So they go along with things because at least they're close to their child. And maybe, 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 man, that's living in hell. And then there's the other side of the coin. There's Dane County, Wisconsin, which is where Madison is, the capital of, of, of Wisconsin. The Board of Supervisors is going to vote on a resolution that would confer sanctuary status on Dane County. Sanctuary for what? Transgender and non-binary individuals, including children. According to the resolution, the county's position is that accessing hormones, puberty blockers, and gender transitional surgical procedures is the, quote, fundamental right of all county residents, including children. Proudly proudly saying we're okay with mutilating kids. We're okay with giving them hormones and puberty blockers that will absolutely physiologically change them and will harm them forever if they, if they then say, you know what, this was a mistake. As opposed to giving them time and loving them enough to get them the mental health conversation to see where they're really going to go. So... The entirety here of why Target lost its market cap is because Target went after the kids. And ABC is glad to help going after the kids. And Dane County is only too happy to bring the kids to them to then go after them because it's a lot easier when they're in one spot. And as for anybody who disagrees, well, you're not gender affirming, so you're leading them to suicide. Emotional blackmail. 
people like Martina Navratilova, who know this is wrong, she gets labeled a turf. And lesbians who are like, what's happening here? Well, they don't exist anyway, according to Johns Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what's going on in America in 2023. I'm Tony Katz. Make your stand. Take it easy. Taylor Swift is right. She's right. A thousand percent right and good on her. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The new book, Let's Go Barbecue. Recipes, tips, and tales from the pit selling great because of you. Get it at Amazon.com. If you're in central Indiana, we've got a book signing this Saturday. Sullivan Hardware and Garden. On Keystone, uh, we'll be there, I think, from 3 to 5 p.m., so you need to come out and get your copy and uh, say hello. Uh, Sullivan Hardware and Garden uh, this Saturday, 3 to 5 p.m., Let's Go Barbecue, which, if you're not there, you can get at Amazon.com. Perfect gift for Father's Day. Taylor Swift, who I guess just went through a breakup. I don't, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that part. She is at a club. It's a members-only club called Casa Cipriani. She belongs to a club that's members only. I get that. Makes sense. Part of the reason you would do such a thing is that you can go out and everybody there is more on the exclusive side. And uh, you can go and kind of not worry about the paparazzi. Well, she's there. She's on a date. And then people start taking the taking pictures of her and this guy and posting them. The club has a no picture policy and the member who took the picture has been thrown out of the club and she quit because she can't trust the club. That's absolutely correct. Now, getting rid of the guy, throwing him out, I think is, is the right move. But the argument of, well, look, you're in the public eye. You don't, you don't get to have privacy. It's a weird take. You may have less privacy than others, but you're allowed to go to dinner. You're allowed to go get a drink. You're allowed to go out without being barraged by people, without having your picture taken. As a matter of fact, you pay extra to ensure that happens. This place couldn't guarantee it. So she quit. Absolutely correct. Two members permanently banned. One was put on suspension and has to reapply for membership. How much is membership, by the way? I don't know how much a membership is. Do I, want, do I belong to any private clubs? I don't, actually. I thought about creating my own private club, my own uh, membership cigar lounge. It's a different way to do cigars. That has always fascinated me. Because I think there's, there's, a, there's a, real, a real financial economic opportunity in that. There's also... Something a little bit I like about that. And you're like, Tony, you're such an elitist snob. Well, no, not really. I'll get into a whole elitist snob conversation. I don't think I'd keep people from from joining. I'm thinking it's just a good good model. And everybody knows the rules. I don't see anything wrong with rules. Someone let Paul Ryan out of the basement. I don't know who did it, but he was talking and... Oh, Paul, keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.
is I think the electability argument is going to become more salient with with this indictment and whatever happens in the future. All the exhaustion of all the Trump baggage is going to make it easier now, I think, to make the argument to his core supporters. He's not electable. He's going to cost us the Senate again. He's going to cost us more House seats. He'll cost us the White House. And we want to win. And we do want to win. Yeah. So in this so case, go look at what are these other great conservatives that are yeah. in the race who don't have all this baggage. All right. Is there a front? I think if we nominate anybody not named Donald Trump, we're going to beat Joe Biden. I don't know who let Paul Ryan out of the basement, but holy hell, he's talking. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Paul Ryan on CBS this morning, and he's, or it's just CBS mornings, whatever it's called, he's chit-chatting away. He's all about Trump. If we can get past Trump, we're going to start winning again. He's got, he's got a lot of support right now, according to our, po- our polls. A, a lot of those supporters are probably uh, viewers of Fox News. Uh, and shifting topics here a little bit, Fox paid this huge settlement, $800 million, uh, because uh, of, of alleged lies about Dominion. In the discovery, in what was made public, we saw that many executives and anchors at Fox were saying things to their viewers, their millions of viewers, that they were not saying privately. They were spreading lies, and they were doing so knowingly. No. You're on the board. You know yeah. where this is going. Yeah. Did you think to yourself at some point, e, I don't want to be involved in this. No, Step I, down. No, if, if, if I think Fox News is a very important part of the conservative movement. And if you want the conservative movement uh, to be going in the right direction, then Fox News can have a big hand in that. So Now, I happen to believe this to be true. And I believe that people angry at Fox News have more than every right to be angry at Fox. But I believe that if you say Fox has to die because they fired Tucker, we're making a mistake. We're not seeing the forest for the trees. Firing Tucker really was a strange move. One, I, one of the arguments that I've made is that if firing Tucker means advertisers comes back, did Fox do a calculation? But when you fired him just really days after the whole Dominion voting settlement debacle, did you fire him because of Dominion? Which is not a way to keep anybody, keep any supporters. It's a bad look. It's a bad move. It's a big mistake. Is it actually better, I think, for Tucker in the long run? Yeah. And I think what he's done on Twitter so far proves that. I think what he can do proves that. But I'm not a believer that we need to do away with, oh, my gosh, look what they did. Do away with them. To, to, to a fair amount of people, Fox News is dead. Dead. They moved to Newsmax and other places. If you think that that somehow Dana Perino or Gutfeld or, or, or the conversations Brett Baer is having don't have value, I, I think that's a mistake. I think that's a mistake. So here is a place where I agree with Paul Ryan, but. So I don't want to comment on, on what is a legal issue, you know, frankly, because I'm a board member. Um, but there's a and, big well, difference no. between a big hand yeah. and an honest. No, but I don't want to get into the, the tit for tat with the Dominion no, 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 lawsuit. Right, 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 right. The but but the point anything. is, did you think about stepping the down? point is the conservative. No, I did not think about stepping down. The point is the conservative movement is a big movement. And and the conservative movement right now is going through lots of turmoil and churn and change. And I think Donald Trump is at the, is the middle of that tempest. Yes, that's also accurate. The problem is Paul Ryan thinks that that's a bad thing as opposed to recognizing where this all stems from. I mean, let's just go back. The whole point of people being enamored with Trump is that he's the guy who fought back. Republicans, 
certainly like Paul Ryan, like George Bush, name the list of people. They got punched in the face by the political left and they said nothing. They got punched in the face and they smiled. They got punched in the face and they said, oh, you. They got punched in the face repeatedly, called every name under the book, attacked uh, viciously. Uh, you you had uh, the, the unbelievable uh, audacity of media claiming that they're down the middle when clearly they weren't. And nobody fought back, and there was a constant attack on attack on attack on attack. And Trump said, I'll punch back. And people said, finally. This goes back to an article from Evan Sayet, who's the author of The Kindergarten of Eden, who wrote at Town Hall a piece called He Fights. And it, it uh, brings, he, he hearkens back to Lincoln and why Ulysses S. Grant, why this drunk to lead the forces. And the answer is, he fights. Part of what we're seeing, the where, where these these um, I guess you call them rhinos, right? We we call them rhinos. They don't get it. Is that people want a fighter? Now, me, I want a fighter without the populism. I admit this to you freely. Of course, I want a fighter. Of course, I do. This is exactly what you should want: somebody who isn't afraid to tangle. Now, to that end, let me tell you exactly where Paul Ryan misses the mark. Because when we're talking about fighting, this is exactly what we're not talking about. Can I get your thoughts on that movement just quickly? I know we have to go, but Republican lawmakers around the country are pushing legislation when it comes to banning books. Um, It could be trans rights. Call it anti-woke or however you want to label it. Is that a good approach, a good strategy? You're a football fan. Is that the way you should approach it? Yeah, I'm I'm not a culture war guy. Uh, I think it's really polarizing. Look, on some of the... We're going to stop right there, uh, Speaker Ryan. That you're not a culture war guy is exactly why this doesn't matter and you shouldn't be listened to. I can't tell you how much I like Paul Ryan in the day. Having met uh, Paul Ryan, uh, I was on stage in Wisconsin introducing Paul Ryan. I've got a great picture of me giving him uh, the, the finger point as he was walking on stage. And certainly, if I was engaged in uh, understanding fiscal policy, Paul Ryan's a guy I'd call. He does understand it. He wasn't perfect, but he does understand it. And I would at least take the input to say, okay, we're not doing that. We're doing this. You're not a culture war guy. What the hell does that even mean? The political left thinks that six-year-olds can determine their gender. You're not a culture war guy? Schools want to bring drag queens in to dance suggestively for students. Schools want to have school libraries where an eight-year-old can see depictions of cartoon oral sex. You're not a culture war guy? You're not a culture war guy. Schools have determined that parents who question the the curriculum are domestic terrorists because the DOJ calls them domestic terrorists. You're not a culture war guy? What purpose do you serve then? And who the hell is CBS to engage this conversation about culture wars without recognizing where they come from? You know, we need to do away with gas stoves to save children. What are you talking about? 
whoa, whoa, whoa. No one's coming after your gas stove. Look at these Republicans, these conservatives with their culture war. Five minutes later, as SpongeBob told us, and now you want to get rid of gas stoves. New construction in New York can't allow gas stoves. Palo Alto, California, no gas stoves. Now you want to go after gas furnaces. Son of a gun. You don't stop. You don't rest. You don't quit. You started this. We noticed, and we're guilty for noticing. Stop it. Stop being freaks, you weirdos. This is exactly the kind of thing that's the problem. And why the Paul Ryan brand, or that to an extent, that level, uh, that, that brand of Republicanism provides no value. Because it is not what is necessary in society. You cannot get the voter this way. Now, you'll note that I said earlier, and I mean it, I am not a guy about populism. But I sure as hell believe in fighting. Oh, do I believe in fighting. I believe in fighting hard. The parents who are fighting what's happening in the schools, that's not a populist movement. That's their kids. And you've got these people out there who think that their kids, other people's kids, belong to them. Break those teachers' unions in two, shut down the schools if necessary, and tell these groups to go to hell. And if they come for your kid, fight back. I don't even understand why that's a difficult thing to say. That's not even a controversial thing to say. That is the only thing to say. Paul Ryan thinks I shouldn't say anything? What is he out of his mind? Is he nuts? This is a radical, radical position to take. These issues outside, uh, you know, with the anti-woke crowd, but to me, I'm worried about a debt crisis. I'm worried about, you know, the future of our country and, and China. There are big policy problems that we need to tackle if we want to have a great 21st century for this country. Um, my work at AEI Notre Dame and my Poverty Foundation is all about poverty and upward mobility. You know, what I worry about are the big policy challenges that are going unresolved or made worse by Joe Biden. So that's why I want to win this election so we can actually fix these big policy problems. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree that China's a problem. I don't disagree uh, that we have to change the game in terms of economics and our point of view and debt. I don't disagree. But the problem with this approach is that it fails to recognize what people are doing on the ground level. Mom very much could be concerned about the debt crisis, but mom has a daughter whose teacher thinks that Sally should be called Harry. What is mom to do at that moment? Mom is very concerned that the debt that's being taken out by Joe Biden and the team are going to is going to then be applied to her great-great-grandson. And she's very concerned about this. But right now, her six-year-old son is going to an event at school with drag queens and parents aren't allowed. What should mom do? The problem with this argument is that it fails to recognize what's happening on Midwest Main Street. It is purposeful in its forgetfulness. And I am not interested in forgetting. I'm interested in recognizing what mom's going through and helping her fight through it. While discussing the debt limit, you don't shy away from the culture war 
You fight it until you win. And the people saying we have to shy away from it, those people are buying into a line of leftism that makes you say, okay, let's not, let's not deal with this, and therefore we, we can fight other things. Nope. 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 There was a philosophy. Mitch Daniels, former governor of Indiana, had this philosophy. I'll get to those things, but I got to deal with these things at the first. And I understood that as an interesting way of saying, you know what, I have to rank what's important. I believe, and I learned from that, that you absolutely have to rank what's important. But if you tell me that I have to rank the debt crisis above what teachers, some teachers are trying to do to my kids, I'm sorry, that's not going to work. So I can't possibly rank the debt crisis over my kid and say, all right, I won't take a look at what they're doing to my child right now. I'm going to worry about this debt crisis so little Johnny doesn't have uh, the, the debt to deal with. Little Johnny is being cleaved away from mom. And that has to be dealt with. That has to be dealt with. You cannot sacrifice it. And I know a lot of people, uh, fans of Mitch Daniels, I am too. I'm a fellow of the Mitch Daniels Leadership Foundation. To this concept, which he may uh, think differently than I, to this concept as I've described it about, you know, focusing on, on these fiscal matters and not on these social matters, that policy doesn't work. That policy doesn't work. I'm going to say it again. Mitch Daniels was wrong. That policy doesn't work. Now, maybe he would say to me, Tony, you're not uh, taking my, my words correctly. Okay, I'm listening. I'm all ears. I'm not mad at Mitch Daniels. Heck of a leader. He has shown vision throughout his entire career, whether as governor or as president of Purdue University. I'm super impressed. I'm a fellow of the foundation. I, I like the dude. But what we see is that this, this approach, this Paul Ryan approach, this is not where we're at. And what I'm engaged in, and the conversation I'm engaged in, some people might say, Tony, you oppose populism, but that's actually what you're espousing. I, I, I disagree vociferously. That is a mistake. This isn't, a, a mom worried about her kid is not populism. That's rational. That is culture and the preservation thereof. And you say to me, oh, you want to preserve culture. Well, first of all, what the hell do you think conservative actually discusses? But what is the culture? A culture where children are actually children and they're not preyed upon by adults? Yeah, I do want to conserve that. I apologize to no one about that. And me, I'm ready to fight. Come after my kids. Let's see how it goes. So why in the world they dug out Paul Ryan, uh, former Speaker Ryan, is, is I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. And I, I would get him on the show, and I, w- I would have this conversation and, and gladly disagree with, with the man. And then, of course, I'd ask him the key question as a board member of Fox. Uh, what's the plan? I mean, how many more shows can you give Gutfeld? That's... What, what, you got people working double duty everywhere. Jesse, Dana, Greg, my gosh. Do news, engage strongly. Don't worry about the haters. But you do have to also make a living. I get that. Firing Tucker was weird, man. 
weird. And people who are angry at you, let's understand that they've got a reason to be. Don't discount those people. I'm Tony Katz. I'm not trying to repeat myself, but I am trying to repeat an important message that what we're told is the top story is not necessarily the top story. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Everyone's going to be talking about the indictment. Of course, I'm covering the indictment, the arraignment today of President Trump in Miami. Of course, I'm covering that. But as you heard me discuss earlier, the guy who allegedly paid the $5 million bribe to Joe Biden, President, and Hunter Biden, his son, has 17 audio recordings, 15 with Hunter Biden, two with President Biden when he was vice president. Recordings that show that indeed bribery took place. $5 million here, $5 million there. Next thing you know, the prosecutor's getting fired and Joe Biden's bragging about it. As Chuck Grassley said on the Senate floor, quote, these recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case he got into a tight spot. So we're talking about one of the leaders of Burisma, this energy company that hired Hunter Biden, even though Hunter Biden knows absolutely nothing, but they hired him to get access to Joe Biden. It was a payoff and every rational person knows it. Every rational person. This is the top story in America. The Trump arraignment might have the most sizzle, the most flair, the most ooh and ah, like the car wreck on the side of the road. This story about Biden and corruption, that's the story America needs to watch. And don't you worry, we're going to be talking about it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.